Welcome to Devash Lafi. Good morning, Boker Tov. Psalm 132. We'll look at parts of this psalm, this uh, psalm of David, Psalm 132. David's expressing his, his desire, his ambition, his holy, godly ambition to bring the Ark of God to the temple, really to build God's temple. God never allowed him to fully, to really build a temple but he allowed Solomon to build the temple. Sometimes the desires that we have, as great as they are, we have those ambitions, we have those desires, and they don't always get fulfilled exactly the way we want them to be fulfilled, but God does see them carried out in his, in his timing, in his way, and sometimes through others. And David expresses this desire, but it's a, an amazing psalm because also God speaks it's prophetic, it's inspired, and the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, speaks through David uh, in this psalm. So he says, remember David. This is a song of ascents, uh, one of the songs ascending, going up to uh, Ma'alot, uh, Ma'alot, Shir Ma'alot, going up to Jerusalem for the regalim, for the holy, the holy uh, occasions. And he says, uh, Zikur, Zikur, Adonai le David, remember Adonai, David, Zichor, remember David, all his, now it translates afflictions, all his afflictions, and I, I've thought of it that way before, remember David, all his afflictions, when you think of David, what do you think of? A lot of afflictions, a lot of troubles. He was a man after God's own heart, a man that loved God, but he also uh, had a lot of troubles, a lot of difficulties, and that was Part of it but this word also means because when we follow the Lord we're going to suffer with him like Paul says if we if we suffer with him we will reign with him but we Paul says I I'm going to fellowship with his sufferings uh, this word uh, ana doesn't just mean afflictions the real root means responses ana is to respond to God so think of it this way also remember Adonai David Zichor Adonai le David et kol onuto his responses, all his responses, his responses to you. How he swore to Adonai, look at his heart toward God. How he swore to Adonai, and the word would be Sheva here, you know, for seven, swear is seven, number seven. And vowed to the mighty one of Jacob, surely I will not enter into the tent of my house, nor will I go up to the to the bed that is spread for me. Surely I will not give sleep to my eyes, nor slumber to my eyelids, until I find a place for my for Adonai, dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. So he says, I'm going to put your interests are our primary for me. The most important thing is I want a place for God, God to dwell, his house. I want his place is more important than my place. That's David's heart. Isn't that amazing? He says, it's more important for him to have a place to sleep than me. That's amazing. Until I find a place for Adonai, Ladonai, Makom Ladonai, I won't sleep. Uh, behold, we heard of it being in Ephra. We found it in the fields of the forest. And he goes on and down further, it says, Adonai swore to David, down in verse 11, Adonai swore to David a truth from which he will not turn back. Of the fruit of your womb, I will set upon your throne. I will set upon your throne. 
Uh, from the fruit of your womb, I will set upon your throne. If your children will preserve my covenant and my testimony that I will teach them, then their children too will forever sit on your throne. For Adonai has chosen Zion. He desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell for I have desired it. So God's resting place, his uh, dwelling place, Moshav, where we get the Moshavs that we have in Israel even today. This comes from this word, his dwelling place and his resting place. Here I will dwell forever for I have desired it. Her provision I will abundantly bless, etc. He says, there I will cause down further to spring up the horn of David, Keterin le David. I, have I ordered a lamp for my anointed, his enemy? So the question here we have is, you know, he says, I'll set up your throne. He says, if, that if, im, if your children will preserve my covenant. We say, well, some would say, well, so the Jewish people have not obeyed the covenant of God. And so does that mean God has rejected and God will no longer uh, set up the throne of David? Well, the, we know from many other places that's not the case. Psalm 89 says very clearly, if his sons forsake my, my Torah and my man mandates, they will not, and they will not walk. My statutes they profane. He says, my commandments they will not preserve. Then I will punish them with rods for their sins uh, and plagues because of their iniquity. But my kindness I will not cancel from him and I will not be false to, in my faithfulness. I will not profane my covenant and he says, one thing I've sworn by my holiness to David, I will not be false. His seed will forever endure and his throne will stand as the sun before me, as the moon. It will be established forever as a faithful witness in the sky. That's all from Psalm 89. So, you know, there's a verse, interesting passage in Ezekiel 21. I hadn't thought of that in a long time or, her, or referenced Ezekiel 21, 31, 32. God says he removes the crown. He says, remove the crown, take away the turban, remove the crown. He says, until he come to whom it belongs. To who, until he come whose right it is, he says, and I will give it to him. So Solomon would build the temple but Messiah is the ultimate king. He's the one who will receive the ultimate crown. He will receive the kingship. He's the one who's going to rule as the son of David, ultimately on the throne of David. And this is the promise throughout the New Testament, the new covenant that we, we see, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah comes and reigns and all his saints, the Kiddushim, are going to ultimately all who follow and are faithful, the faithful ones will reign with him ultimately. All, all of us, Old Testament, New Testament, all those the believers from all times will help reign, help rule that kingdom, the messianic kingdom when Yeshua returns. We will be uh, ruling and even now I'm sure what's going on in heaven, we, we know the angels are, are active and, and those saints that have gone on the, the cloud of witnesses and Hebrews chapter 12 that speaks makes reference to they're they're active but ultimately the kingdom will be set up in Jerusalem God doesn't take back his promises God fulfills sees that everything is fulfilled it didn't happen the way David anticipated it he wanted to build the temple he didn't get to build the temple his son Solomon did Messiah 
David didn't get to reign as king forever, but his seed will and does through Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeshua ben David ben Avraham, first word, very first verse of the Brit Chadashah, the new co covenant, Matthew 1.1. 1, 1. He's the son of David, the son of Abraham, son of David. So he is the one, read Psalm 110, and we see again that the Messiah will reign in his place. So God fulfills, we are, though we are faith, faithless, he remains faithful in 2 Timothy uh, 2.13. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. God fulfills all of his promises. And this is Psalm 132, the, uh, the wonderful faithfulness of God to keep his word. So have a wonderful Yom Tov, and God bless you. Shalom.